0: Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church in Jersey. Right, so we are speaking today and we are covering a new series. So we were looking at circles, but today can we go or say through the cross? I didn't hear you. Through the cross. Um, you know what? The, 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 the idea, I think, I just didn't say cross. I said through the cross. There's a reason for that, right? Um, if you just say the cross, there are people that are stuck on the cross. They've never been past the cross. And, and their, their view of Christ is him hanging on the cross, which is partly true, but that's not the true narrative, right? That's not the complete story. Praise the Lord. The, 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 the true story is that the, 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 he's, he's no longer hanging on the cross. <laughs> and it didn't just start on the cross, it, it, it started way before, and then he went to the cross. And then you know what happened. He went to the grave. If you're stuck on the cross, why not just stuck in the grave then? Uh, but also it's not the, just the grave, but it's also that he rose from the dead, right? And he, what the Bible calls in Acts, that he showed himself with infallible pr- proofs. That, that's beyond beyond doubt, irrefutable proofs. That he showed himself that he was no longer in the grave. And, and it was not just the resurrection, but also that he ascended into heaven. But before the ascension, the Bible records partly something that we are just going to cover today about fellowship. The Bible says he met with his disciples, right? And he fellowship with them. And then the Bible then records about the ascension into heaven of which there is a promise that he will come again praise the lord now this 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 series what time are we are we approaching i think what time are we approaching easter right so that it's quite timely this is quite timely that's why we are saying through the cross not on the cross but through the cross so the, the story of of Jesus, um, it starts really when he was on the Last Supper. Everybody say Last Supper, and we we know the story recorded right in the in the Snop Gospels that he there was there was gonna be a Passover right, and then the Bible says he began to speak. This is me putting the words right. He he began to speak in a spiritual sense. In other words, he began to speak about things in the future, even concerning the place they were going to have the meal. The Bible records that he sent Peter Peter and John and said, when you go into the city, you will see a man carrying a jar of water. (laughs) And the Bible says, he he begins to tell them what they were going to say to this man, and they were going to be shown the upper room. But the long story short, we know that they had a last meal. And in that last meal, he began to talk about things that were going to happen, including his betrayal. He was not caught by surprise. He knew what was going to, to, to happen. All right? He knew exactly what was going to happen. He began to talk about the things, the other things, and they began to argue, the disciples, I mean, about the greatness. Who is going to be the great. And then, at the time, you know that Judas had already secretly organized with the with the officials, with the with the chief priests, and to 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 about about selling Jesus, about betraying him. Um, um and and the Bible records that soon after. Right, he then went for prayer. Let's 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 pause for a moment. We know the process, but. I'm not going to cover everything today. We just want to cover what Jesus really did before, before he was put to death. There are some of the things that you know is that Jesus was highly isolated. He suffered isolation. He suffered loneliness. Can someone say isolation? Isolation. You will see from the scriptures because we are going. I'm glad if you have your Bible, you are going to benefit most. Though the scriptures will be on the on the on the projector, but I think you benefit most because we are going through together. So Jesus suffered isolation, but for a reason. He after that isolation, which we are going to talk about, and the loneliness that he went through, he gained fellowship. The last supper he 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 had fellowship with his, with his disciples. But you will see from there that it's a series of events which are basically events that explain isolation and, and loneliness. But again, it's like a mirror image because it starts with a meal, but when he rises from the dead, again we are back to meals. <laughs> right? So he lost the fellowship, but by going through isolation and loneliness to gain that fellowship. He gained us that fellowship, All right? So while we are going through the isolation and, and um, the loneliness scriptures uh, or events, I want you to have this at the back of your mind. The key thing is not that we know that he went through isolation and loneliness. What are we going to do about it? The result that came out of isolation and loneliness is fellowship. That's why we are saying through the cross. Because we have to see past the cross. What was brought up by, by going through that process is fellowship. Everyone say fellowship. Fellowship. Are you just fellowshipping with your family? These are the questions that should be at the back of your mind while we are going through. Are you just fellowshipping with your friends? Are you the, the idea of fellowship is live groups? Are you going for life groups to fellowship? Are you going for prayer? Are you fellowshipping with prayer? It might not be Monday prayers that we have, but are you fellowshipping with someone? Maybe that come to this congregation, or they are not coming to this congregation. Are you fellowshipping with them in prayer? Are you partnering with saints in prayer? What are you doing to identify yourself with the fellowship that Jesus brought? every time we speak here to do so while this these while these questions are rhetoric and i am not demanding answers but when we speak about this maybe it's something that you make deliberate effort to do a conscious effort to do that this week um i'm going to pray with so and so i'm going to visit someone not from my country uh, you know uh, maybe not tari <laughs> um I'm gonna have a meal with Fui um, and Steve. All right? You You're challenging yourself out of the scriptures. Now, we we are going to look at the first of the first set of scriptures. So, the Bible records. Let's read. Let's read Luke 22. So, verse 47, it says, "And while you are still speaking, behold, a mouth should." And he who was called Jesus, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near to Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? And when those around him saw that what was going to happen, they said to him, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. And Jesus said, answered and said, Permit even this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and captains of the temple and elders that had come to him, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you daily in the temple, you did not try to seize me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Praise the Lord. This is speaking of betrayal. The Bible is saying, where he when when starts, it says why he was still speaking. But if you go a few verses before that, he was actually in the hour of prayer, right? So on verse, on verse 39 says, Coming out, he went to Mount Olives, and he was as he was accustomed, and his disciples also followed him. When he had come to a place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed and said, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, my will, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel appeared from, from, from heaven, strengthening him. And being in Argon, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. When he rose up from prayer, he had come to his disciples. He found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, Why do you sleep? Arise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Then, verse 47 says, While he was still speaking, that's where. So, the isolation on these scriptures that I have just read, imagine he is in prayer. He's praying about the ta- about things that are about to happen. And the Bible recalls that he found his disciples sleeping. Remember, before this, he was in the, in the supper, right? They were having supper and he had shared the things that were about to happen. And this is the greatest moment that he needed company. This is the greatest time that he needed the disciples to pray with him. But he found himself alone praying. And when he came back, he found them sleeping. That's the isolation that we see. The second thing that we we have just read is that he suffered betrayal. That's the isolation and the loneliness that Jesus suffered at the hands of those that were close to him. Judas, one of the twelve, Judas called Iscariot. He had conspired with the outsiders to betray and to sell Jesus for third pieces of silver and the bible records that when he was speaking when he was alone when there were multitudes mal- were not with him that was the right time for him to act and he acted with the kiss jesus was betrayed the point we are raising is about betrayal remember we are talking about instances in the scripture about jesus isolation about jesus loneliness in the critical moment, in times he needed them most. Right. You understand from reading this chapter a little bit later that the disciples, when he was seized in that garden, they tried to fight back, but Jesus could not allow them to fight in fact the bible is just recorded that an incident of the guy who was cu- whose ear was cut he was actually healed and the disciples fled that's an isolation that's loneliness the time he was going through the difficult time really the disciples fled and the bible records that peter followed peter followed but the, you will see another time of isolation. Let's read, let's read Luke 22 from verse 56. I'll start on verse 55. Having arrested him, they led him and brought him into the high priest's house. But Peter followed at a distance. Now when they had kindled a fire in the midst of, of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. And a certain servant girl, seeing him as he sat by the fire, looked intently and said, This man also was with him. What did he say? But he denied him, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And after a little while, another saw him and said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then after about an hour had passed, Another confidently affirmed, saying, surely this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, man, I do not know what you are saying. Immediately while you was still speaking, the rooster crowed, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So Peter went out and wept bitterly. Peter one of the key disciples had followed Jesus to the courtyard but the story did not end really well because he actually denied him and he was told before in the Lord's Sabbath that he was going to do that. This is the time, we see an isolation of Jesus. We see the loneliness of Jesus. For a reason, right? We said he went through isolation. He went through loneliness to gain us what? Fellowship. Fellowship. Can we all say fellowship? Don't forget that I'm. Best, I won't be stuck too much in isolation for you to forget fellowship. <laughs> but understand, we are talking about fellowship. Praise the Lord. Then Jesus, he was brought to the to the soldiers, to the officials, and and he was mocked, and he, they beat him. Let's see again in in Luke Luke twenty three. Luke twenty two. Sorry. Uh, 63 says, now the men who held Jesus mocked him and beat him and having blindfolded him. Can you imagine? They struck him on the face and asked him saying, prophesy, who is the one who struck you? And many other things they blasphemously spoke against him. So Jesus was mocked. Jesus was betrayed. But not only was he betrayed, he was also denied. But not only was he denied, but he was mocked. Not only was he mocked, they beat him. They blindfolded him. You see the level of isolation that we are talking about. The crowd, he was brought to the crowd. And surprisingly, the crowd chose the worst criminal over Jesus. They, they, they say they would rather have Barabbas released than having Jesus. So Jesus was sent to, 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 to be crucified. He was sent to be punished. And remember in the back of our mind that he was doing not for himself. The Bible clearly records that he was, he was blameless. It records that he knew no sin. But the, he suffered the punishment of a criminal for you and us, for you and I. He was going through all this isolation, all this loneliness, all this harsh harsh treatment. For who? For me. For me. He did it for me. So we're just going to go Luke 23, 13 to 25. So Luke 23 on verse 13, he says, and Pilate, then Pilate, when he called together the chief priests and rulers and people, and said to them, you brought this man to me as one who misleads the people. And indeed, having examined him in your presence, I found no fault in this man concerning those things of which you accuse him. No, neither did Herod, for I sent you back him, and indeed nothing deserving to, of death has been done by him. I will therefore chastise him and release him, for it was necessary for him to release one of them at the feast. And they all cried out at once, saying, Away with this man, release to us Barabbas, who has been thrown into prison for certain rebellion made in the city and for murder. Pilate, therefore, wishing to release Jesus against again called out but they shouted saying crucify him crucify him and he said to them the third time why what evil has he done i found no reason for death in him i will therefore chastise him and let him go but they were insistent demanding with loud voices that he be crucified that's the loneliness the level of of rejection the level of of isolation the level of of loneliness that was suffered by Jesus. You see, not only those that were close to him, forsook him. Not only those that, 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 that the, the people, the multitude that all this, way, all, all this time were following him and were benefiting him, forsook him. But even God did. Let, let's, let's all read in, in Matthew 27, uh, verse 46. So this is what the Bible records. Jesus Himself said it. He says, let's start from verse 6, he says 45, he says, Now for the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness all over the land. And the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli Eli Lama Sabakatani, that is my God, my God. Why have you forsaken me? Who say that? In other words, on that time when he was on the cross, he said, "God, you have forsaken me." Many scholars believe he was actually quoting Psalms 22, and he says, "My God, my God," which is basically a messianic a messianic uh, a chapter. If you go and read about it, it speaks about other things that David was prophesying about the death of Christ, and and including that they 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 they. they they, they cast lots to divide his clothes. It's in that chapter. And, and at this moment, God, he said, God has left me. Because the sin of the world, my sins, your sins were on him. And God left his only begotten son. He left him. And Jesus himself cried out. That's the isolation that Jesus went through. I want you to imagine, not only those close to him, even his father, for us, for us, for me. That's the level of isolation, the level of, of, of loneliness. But for a reason, without him going through this, the Bible records that he who knew no sin became sin For who? For That we might become the righteousness of God in him. This whole made us even able. The Bible called us, we were Gentiles. We were not Jews by birth. You know it, right? The Bible records in Ephesians that we were not even a people. We were dead in our sins and trespasses. But he did this for me. To usher me into the presence of God, first of all, not just to fellowship with you and you with you and I, we could not, we we wouldn't have met today. This day would not have happened. Had he did not suffered, had he did not gone through this, he brought us fellowship not only with one another but with God Himself. The Bible records that even when he was on the cross, the veil of the temple was heart he brought us access into the holy of holies that you and i can even call god our father praise the lord praise the lord i don't know when you walked in this morning what you were feeling maybe you were feeling dejected you were feeling uh, hopeless maybe you were feeling feeling like you are the worst sinner there is (laughs) let me tell you something He brought us fellowship with God. He did it. You better believe it. He did it. And I'm not talking about fiction. This is a historical account. This is the truth. Praise the Lord. He brought us fellowship. And, and imagine those guys, you, you were not even a participant in rejection. You did not reject Christ when he was on the cross or when he was going through his trials. Imagine the disciples themselves when they had rejected, when they denied, some of them denied Christ on his, when he rose from the dead, what happened? Did they run away from him? They were glad. They enjoyed even the fellowship. They were glad that Jesus came back. He is alive. How much more you? Fellowship. I will, I can spend the whole day speaking about this. But I, I will go to the last account um, in closing. Um, we'll just look at this after Jesus rose from the dead. One of the examples of fellowship with the disciples. And you understand after reading, if you go and read the fellowship that, that, that was exercised or that was enjoyed by the disciples. After Jesus had undergone this rejection, this isolation and loneliness. That is soon after he rose from the dead. you understand that? He Jesus Jesus Mary first obviously saw, saw, saw him. And the Bible records that the disciples also met him, but every time he met them, they they couldn't identify him. They somehow, and the the the, the pinnacle of, of the story <laughs> is about these two men who were walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus. This is the story that I, but you'll find that Jesus, for some reason, they could not identify him. It's only when they were partaking a meal that they realized that, oh, it is the Lord. It is the Lord. There is something that God, Jesus himself, brought with the meals. You know, I told you that it's like a mirror image. The last, before he went through, oh, he went through, it, there was, it, it all started with a meal, the last supper. But for him, when he came back again, every time he revealed himself to the disciples, there was a meal. There was a fellowship. So he started with a fellowship, went through isolation and rejection, again came back to fellowship in meals. Let's, this, this is the last account that we are going to look at. So let's look at um, Luke chapter 24. I'll, I'll start with the stating. It says, now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Amos, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together all of these things which had happened. So it was while they were convinced and, and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. And he said to them, "What kind of conversation is this that you are with, we have having with one another as you walk and you are sad?" And one of one of, one, of uh, one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to them, "Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem and you have not known the things that happened there in these days?" And he said to them, "What things?" So they said to him, "The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty indeed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and the rulers delivered him to be condemned." to death and crucified, but we are hoping that it was the day that that he who was he was going to redeem Israel. Instead, besides all this, today is the third day since the things happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived from the tomb early astonished us. And when they did not find his body, they came saying that they had seen the vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it was just as the woman said. But they did not see him, and then he said to them, all oh, foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe, in all that the prophets had spoken, ought not Christ to have suffered the things that he entered into glory? And in the beginning and beginning at Moses and all the prophets he expounded to them all the scriptures and things concerning him. So you'll find at the end, Jesus pretended like he was going to another city, and then they said, Come and have." a meal with us and all along they were talking to Jesus he was even sharing scriptures with them but they could not identify that it was Jesus. The Bible then says when they were having a meal then it, it came to pass as he sat at the table with them he took bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. when their eyes were opened they knew him and he vanished from their sight. When did they identify him? When they were having a meal, when they were fellowshipping, praise the Lord. I want us to to realize this, that God has brought us into fellowship. God has brought us into fellowship with who? First into fellowship with himself. What it means is, it's a privilege, it's an honor to have, to just know that you have access to the Father anytime. But how many of us utilize that privilege? 24 hours, seven days a week, every time, every minute, he is with you, access, unhindered access unrestricted access to the Father. So it's a matter, it's all pointing back to us. What are we doing with with this access? The second thing is not just the fellowship with him, it's the fellowship ourselves, fellowship with one another and and to some extent he even gave us commandments to love one another and so one of the ways we can we can we can exert we can actually show love to one another is when we visit one another when we pray for one another when we when we when we share with one another when we a good example is those life groups life groups we do life together. Another example, why are you in torment without even sharing with someone what you are going through? For prayer sake, not for, 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 for gossip, but for prayer. Fellowship. And I think, I think the challenge that I'm gonna leave with us is with the, with the question really, when did you last have a meal or a visit with someone or to someone's house or not even their house and you do not really share a common ground like race, a common ground like same workplace, common ground like same, my countrymen? Because what we share in common is that Jesus died for us. Those values and the the belief that we have in the scriptures, that's what we share and that's what should unite us. Praise the Lord. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes. And please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.